we don't do picks of the week. I miss picks of the week. I'm gonna do a pick of the week this week. It's on my own. I mean, I liked. No, I'm. I'm just gonna say. And today I got a a thing at Lowe's. It was my pick of the week. Welcome to Sauced on Beer Room Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin. And tonight, I'm joined here by my uh, two very close friends, Scotch Guy. Hello. And Roger. How you guys doing? What's up, guys? How are you? Doing all right, man. Good. Glad Good. you guys could come over tonight. Uh, Thanks for we, having us. Yeah, it's always fun when we can get together and drink some bourbon. And eat tacos. And eat tacos. I think that's become a tradition now. Yes, uh, it has. The Jack in the Box tacos. Well, you guys did that episode about how to prevent... Drunkenness yeah. and it says in tacos is specifically from Jack in the Box is the the cure. So yeah, we're just trying hey. to maintain common sense here and yeah. just you know keep Practice the body safe strong. drinking. Yeah, yeah drink responsibly. Why not? By filling our body with animal product meat and <laughs> fried tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's good though. Um, but yeah, tonight we've got a, a fun episode. Um, we are going to sit down and talk about single barrels. Um, Roger, you and I have kind of been hunting the single barrels a little bit more recently. I know, yeah. Guy, you've been looking for them. Um, I don't, have you gotten any lately? or uh, I haven't gotten any single barrels lately. Um, I, I I think I'm starting to get into it more. Like, I'm starting to get into the headspace of it more, but I'm more hunting. Um, I'm kind of looking for some interesting scotches. Of course um, you are. Yeah. At some, <laughs> if any of our listeners even give a shit about scotch at this point, I don't think anyone does. Um, there, there's some that do. Yeah, I, I like get it. some crap about when I give you crap about scotch. Yeah, so. Well, thank you. I appreciate those people. I appreciate um, your passion guy. Yeah. There's a, there's a bottle I've got my eye on. It's a, it's a Glenn Farkless 21 and they've got a 26 that are like for, they're like a hundred bucks. That's a steal. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at those. That alcohol is old enough to drink on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it can drink al- other yeah, alcohol. Yeah, it, it yeah, it doesn't need an ID to drink itself. <laughs> um, hunting some interesting Irish whiskeys and some other stuff too. So yeah. So, but you're getting into the single barrels. I know Roger, I you and I, the last couple of weeks have been really hitting them hard. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I sent you guys a text message preparing for this podcast. I said, I bought my first bottle of uh, original Buffalo Trace in like so long, so long. Cause I've been just buying bottles of, uh, you know, uh, store pick ones. I mean, we just had a, a total wine and more pick for Buffalo Trace. Um, Oh, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. Well, it's hard not to, because it like compared to the, which is what we're really going to do today, but compared to the regular products, they all taste so different. I yeah. mean, you literally were able to do an episode with how many different Buffalo BT trace picks did you do? 15? 15, I think. Yeah. And they were, they were all different. Every single one was but, different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we tried, we tried a few just here before the show, um, to pick which one to AB with. And we did three different, three different ones and they all tasted super different. And the last one, I was like, I do not like this. And the first one was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the second one was like, we we're all kind of like, oh, it was interesting. And I wasn't like the hugest fan of uh, Knob Creek, but uh, Kevin told me about the Total Wine rye pick. And I bought that and it was 
just delicious. Like it, it is crazy how how those store picks can really really it's like a game changer yeah and oh, it's yeah. everything's so unique like i mean you could get a good pick one day and then a bad pick the next day like i mean um i'm waiting on that that eagle rare pick for that for total wine man. oh yeah I, it's like oh they're they're just gonna drop it and not say a word God. that's how they're doing their store picks now so i was gonna do my eagle rare pick that i have for tonight as well. Oh yeah, but I don't have very much of it left. Ah uh, yeah. Nah. So I'll, I'll, I'll save that for us when we have a when we have a fun night to celebrate something. I'll bust it out then. But I need to just oh, start calling up there every week and say, Hey, do you guys have the eagle your eagle rare pick yet? Hey, it's guy. Do you guys have your pick yet? Yeah. Hey, the, it's guy. Yep. Just every week. Uh, they'll be like, Yes, we do, but it's sold out. Oh, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I'd probably just go off on them. No, you won't. I wouldn't do that. Um, but tonight's episode, so we've got a really fun interview that we're going to play for you. Um, I sat down with a close friend of ours, Blake Johnson, um, and talked about some single barrel picks that he's been a part of. And he's just going to kind of tell us what goes into a single barrel pick. Um, unfortunately, the three of us, we've not had the privilege of doing a single barrel pick yet, but no, hopefully soon. Sad day. Yeah, soon, soon, right? When we get a banker that can, yes. you know back us with some money. <laughs> I want to do a barrel pick of Irish whiskey or scotch. So we'll have that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Damn it. You're telling me you wouldn't do, uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't buy a barrel, uh, a barrel pick of red breast. Well, hell I do that. Yeah. But that's going to cost me a whole lot of money. Cause I'm, I got to fly to Ireland. True. I, I mean, but like if you didn't though, like if they did barrel picks here, that'd be insane. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! I'm like getting I'm getting all worked up thinking about it. Oh man! I, I, do they even do single barrel picks of red breast? I don't know. That I I really probably don't. Not. I don't know if they do barrel picks of. It's probably any just scotch an American thing. It's an American thing of any scotch or um, Irish whiskey at all. It probably well, really is just an American thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the. I don't know. So we're going to play this interview I had with Blake this week. Um, it's a great interview. Uh, he's got a ton of knowledge on single barrel picks. And when we get back, we're going to dive into uh, some single barrels that we have here and compare them to the original. So let's go to this interview. Wicka, wicka, wicka. So tonight we're here with Blake Johnson, uh, who is a friend of Sauced on Beer, Bourbon Barbecue. Blake, what's up? Hey, Kevin. How are you, buddy? Good, good, good. So, Blake, we've been wanting to get you on for a long time, and finally, the stars have aligned, and we were able to kind of make it all work out, and uh, love having you on tonight to talk about some single barrel picks. Yeah, man. I'm happy to be a part of it. You know, it's been a long time. I think it's been, you know, close to two years Yeah, uh, that we've been chatting and going back and forth, and so, um, you know, big fan of your show, obviously. You're a great guy, and, and everybody involved in the show has been fantastic and you know i just love sharing stuff with you guys and going back and forth yeah man we appreciate everything you've done um if you listen back to our year in review blake i think you were number two on our list of on my list of things for the year that i so i appreciate everything you've done all your support and all that for the show um and so Tonight, you're kind of our expert on barrel picks. Um, later on in the show, we're going to do some uh, samplings of some barrel picks. And uh, we have a Weller 107, a Weller Special Reserve, and a Buffalo Trace pick that we're going to kind of side by side. And we just wanted to kind of get your opinion on that whole process of how does a barrel pick go? Um, what are you looking for in a barrel pick? And then what are some barrel picks that you've kind of been part of? So um, let's start in with just kind of, you know, 
what is a barrel pick? What what does that mean that you're getting? Sure. Um, you know, I, I the 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 first thing that I probably want to address is that uh, when you talk about a store pick or a barrel pick, you're you're really focusing on. You know, and I'll use Buffalo Trace as an example. It's one of those things that they blend. You know, a, a standard Buffalo Trace pick is a collaboration or it's a it's a conglomeration of a whole bunch of different barrels that they match to a certain taste profile. And that profile is what we all know as Buffalo Trace. And when you talk about a single barrel, you're talking about an individual barrel that that's unique in itself. So every barrel is going to have a little bit different profile, whether it was higher in the rickhouse or lower, whether it had more heat, more more cool. So the taste comes from the barrel. It doesn't come from the juice itself. Uh-huh. And so when it comes said and done, when you talk about getting a single barrel, you you're working with one of your local retailers or, you know, like a total wine who, who's got access to multiple single barrels. Um, and they're picking a single barrel where they buy all the, all the liquid that's in that barrel and they bottle it and they bottle it for their customers. And so that's ultimately what a single barrel is. Okay. Um, Will you notice a variation, I guess, in those barrels? Like, I mean, how, like, I know you've been part of a couple different ones, and we'll kind of talk about that in a minute, but, like, when you do one, do you ever kind of compare it to, like, what Buffalo Trace tastes like as an original Buffalo Trace in, like, a single barrel? Or do you kind of, when you're making that pick, how do you kind of go about that? So the, the the group that I work with is the Lansing Area Whiskey Society Laws, I'll call it for the rest of the show. Okay. And, um, you know, again, I'm using Buffalo Trace as just the example, um, but you could do Jefferson's or Knob Creek, um, Russell's, Kentucky Spirit, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one of my focuses is I know what the, the standard product on the shelf tastes like. I'm... You know, when I do barrel picks, I look for the more unique things. Okay. Um, I look for something that's going to stand out. Um, you could get a you could get a product from the distillery that's better or worse than you know what the standard product is. Uh, but those are batch products on the shelf. You know, they they literally are blending for a specific taste profile. And so the 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 hope with the consist uh, the hope with the batch is that it's a consistent product that you get over and over and over and over, so that you keep coming back. So when you get the single barrel, you're getting a single barrel, a single product taste, and so it's going to be different every single time. So you could have a barrel that, you know, is left of center, right of center, and and of center. And all of them, based on the conditions that it's in, the level of the rickhouse, um, they're all going to be a little bit different. And so the variations are huge. So personally, when I when I look for, you know, when I work with one of my local retailers, I'm looking for something that's going to be unique, that isn't completely off profile in the sense that it's, you know, just not anything like what Buffalo Trace is. But it's unique enough and interesting enough, and has the variations that are fa- you know could be fascinating to somebody else. So let's talk about some of the barrel picks that you've been a part of because I know you've been I think probably what I think you said like six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's six to eight. Okay, you know. So what are some of the ones that you've been a part of? 
Um, some of the ones that I've been a part of that are that that I'm most proud of um, would be a couple of Knob Creek picks. Uh, we did it. I won't name the retailer because I don't know if you want me to. Um, You're but, just going to make everybody who listens to our show jealous because it's only available up in you know your area. It's a, so it's that's up okay. in Michigan. Yeah, so we're good. Um, couple of Knob Creek picks that were really good. They were 12 to 12 and a half year picks. Um, one was a 13 year, but something wor- didn't work out. Um, long story short, we didn't get that barrel. Uh, we did a Buffalo trace that, that was very, very successful for our, for our local. Um, we've done a Jefferson's reserve. We did a Jefferson's ocean. And then the most recent one that we've done is a beer barrel bourbon. Um, and then we've also passed on a couple of barrels that we've tried. So there was uh, a Knob Creek pick that we did that just nothing that came out of it was was what we thought held up to the standards of what the group would have wanted uh, and the retailer. Uh, and then there was also a Hudson Baby. And, and this is not to slam on any of the products themselves. It's just the, the picks that we got didn't meet the standards of what we thought the group or the store would want. And I think that kind of goes along with, you know, you were saying that there's about 300 members or so in your group, correct? That's correct. That you have that kind of that responsibility that if you're going to do a pick, you want to pick something that's going to sell. You don't want to have a, a shelf turd or something like that. You know, to, right. it's just going to sit there because that creates a bad relationship with, you know, your group and the retailers and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's really cool that you you don't take this lightly. Like you're, you're very serious about this and, you know, you want the best product possible that you can get. Yeah, I mean, you, you hit on it. The biggest thing is for me, um, the, the retailers are phenomenal. You know, they they're the ones that are shelling out the five or ten or fifteen thousand dollars up front for those barrels, and so they put their name on them. They put the group's name on them. Whatever it is, you want it to be a product that will sell. You want it to be something that moves and doesn't sit on the shelves for eighteen months or two years. Because it's not any good for the group. It's not any good for the retailer themselves. You know, so. So I know the one that I have, the one pick that you all did was a Buffalo Trace pick. Um, and I think that was your first Buffalo Trace pick that you did uh, with one of the my, stores. Yeah, that was my first and only Buffalo Trace pick. So since we've kind of been talking about Buffalo Trace, let's just start sure. there. So how does a Buffalo Trace pick kind of work when you're not, Obviously, going down to Frankfurt, you know, um, right. they're sending stuff to you. So, how does that kind of work? Yeah, so you you hit on it a little bit, and I'll I'll expand. So, there there are two ways that you do barrel picks. The first one is that you um, go down to the distillery. They roll out the red carpet. They take you to dinner. They you know whatever it is, and they let you sample literally straight from the barrel. Uh, but if you can't make it, if if the retailer themselves, you know, it's it, it's a financial burden on them. Uh, so you try to do the best thing that you can for the store itself. Um, so for the the Buffalo Trace pick that we did, it was three individual picks, uh, three individual barrels that they sent to us. Uh, they were um, proofed appropriately and all that, so we didn't have to add water, didn't have to adjust it, uh, because that obviously changes the, uh, the flavor profile. And then um, they're about 100 milliliter, they could be 120. Uh, and so what we did is we we brought three or four uh, members from our group, and they came over and they worked with us. Uh, we poured little samples here uh, into Glen Cairns, and I can't stress the importance of having 
the the drinking apparatus that you normally do for a pick. If you if you do a barrel pick with a juice glass, you're going to get a much different profile if you drink out of a Glencairn every day. Um, so when it ultimately comes said and done, there were three or four of us. We poured you know quarter to half ounce samples and started left to right, and then we would take a break. We would then well for this one in particular we had a beer in between so that we could cleanse the palate and then we worked left to right we then eliminated two of them and then well one of them excuse me uh and then we had the the two remaining ones and so then we had to make a choice and so we do you know when when we're picking we we do nose palate and finish because we don't know the price we in theory we don't know what the product is because the best way to do a barrel pick especially when you're not at the distillery is to do it completely blind and the best way to do that is to have you know one person being the leader and then two or three people that don't know anything about the pick itself and so the the benefit of having it be a blind is you can't compare it to what you know so as you sit and compare the standard Buffalo Trace off the shelf, you can't compare it to those three picks that you've got in front of you. Okay. So if you go in with a completely clean slate, you are ultimately comparing the three bottles that you have in front of you to themselves, you know, or to each other, I guess is probably a better way to say it. And so you're looking for the best nose, the best finish, the best taste out of the, the group and then you've got your, you get to pick the one that you want. When we when we were talking, kind of prepping before this, you were telling me that one of the questions you like to ask your guys when you're doing this is, how much would you pay for this? Um, right. And I think that's such a cool question to think about because, like, I think of like just a standard barrel pick. You're looking maybe five dollars more than just a regular bottle or something like that. You know, up to you can find ones for like ten, fifteen dollars more, you know? Sure. But I think that's really cool that, you know, um the one you were telling me about with the uh uh barrel aged beer, uh the New Holland one, you know. Yeah, the beer barrel bourbon. Yeah, yeah. You were yeah. saying that one of your members had said like, oh I'd pay sixty bucks for this. So obviously that must be a pretty good tasting bottle, you know? Well yeah, and out of a thirty two dollar, you know, retail price. Um, so what we do is we'll go through and we'll blind and, and again, left to right, right to left, it doesn't matter, but we'll go left to right. And then we ask a couple of questions. So because I know what this is and the, the retailer is the one that provided me the information, I can go through and I can ask questions that kind of send us in a direction that whether we want it or we don't want it, it doesn't matter. It's more so what do you like? Uh-huh. And so the question that I always ask, the, the, the first question that I'll ask is, what would you pay for it? So you tried all three or five samples, depending on what it is. And then the response is always going to be, or the question is always going to be, what would you pay for this? And in my head, I know, okay, so Beer Barrel, Bourbon, Buffalo Trace, it's a $30 ballpark. You know, if they come out and they say, man, this is really good and I'm going to pay 55, 60 bucks for it. Okay, well, we got some winners. Uh-huh. We got something that's going to be a positive experience, whether it's for that individual or for the group. You know, the hope is that the group enjoys that. 
Um, on the flip side, I've done a Jefferson's Ocean, and you know, in in Michigan, that's one of those bear, one of those bottles that it's seventy nine, eighty nine dollars. I right. think it's seventy nine. Um, if somebody comes in and says, "Man, I'd pay fifty bucks for this," well, they're not alone. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other people that will probably pay fifty bucks for it. But does it make sense to do that pick? Right. Does it make sense for that retailer to have it sitting there dusty? No. And so that's where you've got to take into account what's good for the group, what's good for the store owner in particular. Because again, like I said, they're they're the ones shelling out the cash up front. I'm not. Yeah. So how do you go about creating that relationship to do a pick with a store owner? Because I think that, like you said, you know, the, those store owners, they're taking that risk to do these. And I mean, they're appreciative, I assume, of you guys doing that. But how do they go? How do you go about that, developing that relationship? Sure. You know, a lot of the picks that are done are done through groups. And I can't stress the group aspect of it enough. It's all about the people, right? When it comes down to what's bourbon, what's whiskey, it's about you know, the relationships and it's about the the camaraderie that comes with it sitting down with barbecue or cigars uh-huh. or, you know, whatever it is. And so when our group was establishing, and this probably was two and a half, three years ago that that laws was created, we started with the concept of let's get some barrel picks in town. Lansing did, does not have the buying power or the clout that Ann Arbor does, mm-hmm. that Detroit does, that Grand Rapids does. And so we didn't have barrel picks prior to our group coming around. And so we really wanted to bring barrels to us. And so we would go and talk to retailers. We would talk to those store owners and we'd say, hey, you know, this is our group. Tell your customers if they're if they're interested in bourbon, tell them about laws, explain, you know, we're, we're here for the better betterment of the community because that's ultimately what it is, is how much can we share and how much can we spend in the, the community or in, you know, in those stores to make it worth their while. Mm-hmm. So laws went from literally, you know, it was two or three people to start and now we're up to 315, 320 people. Well, you're going to yield out of a barrel 150, 180 bottles at most. If everybody bought one bottle, we'd only get half a bottle per person. Yeah. And so that's huge. If you can tell a store owner, I'm going to guarantee that this barrel that you're going to spend $10,000 of, we can sell out within a month. That's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it helps them and it helps the group. Um, we also had talked a little bit too. You were part of some Knob Creek picks as well. Um, yeah. How does that differ? Obviously completely different to story than Buffalo Trace. Um, and you were saying that those ones are really interesting. Um, that it, it's a lot more different. So we talk a little bit about how, how do you do a Knob Creek pick? Sure. You know, it's interesting. The presentation that each distillery does is completely different. Um, so I'll give you, I'll, I'll just run down a couple of the ones that I've done so yeah. that, and then I'll focus on. Perfect. Yeah. Um, 
if you're not going to the distillery, you're not going to get the same experience. Everybody recognizes that, and it just is what it is. But if you decide to just have the samples shipped to you or to the store is really what it is. Um, Jefferson's, they send you two oceans and two reserve, two-ounce sample bottles. And you get to make a decision based on, liter- what, a quarter ounce? A pour, you know, depending yeah. On, yeah. Yeah, depending on how many people are involved. Um, don't Buffalo, waste it, right? <laughs> yeah, don't waste it. Uh, Buffalo Trace sends you... A, a hundred milliliter sample, uh, well, three hundred three one hundred milliliter samples. That's a tongue That's, twister. That is a tongue twister, and um, you know they send them in a box, and you get what you get. Uh, but when you talk Knob Creek, and I've done a Woodford pick and a um, Old Forester pick, those come in really elegant boxes with. black styrofoam is kind of like what you would like pick your gun out of Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you can say that on this show so I'm going to say it anyway um, we're not politically correct or anything like that you've heard us I mean (laughs) (laughs) right but but you understand the the black styrofoam thing Um, and it's a really nice presentation and Knob Creek really has done it right they'll send you not just the three sample bottles but they'll send you um, Kentucky limestone water with it. They'll send you a stopper, not a stopper, but a dropper. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dropper, you know, it, it, it's like science class. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you you drop in as much water as you want, and then within that is a picture of their rick houses. And their rick houses are so fascinating. You know, it's what three, four, five stories. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but they'll show you exactly where in the rick it was. And then you get to, um, they'll tell you the, the Knob Creek itself, they'll send you literally barrel proof stuff and you know that it's going to go down to 120. Okay. And so when it goes down to 120, they, they let you, or they tell you how much water you can put in to make it, to drop it to the 120. Okay. Where Buffalo Trace comes in at the, I'll call it watered down, whatever the, the regular proof is. Yeah. Um, so, it's just a, it's a really nice wooden box that it comes in. It's four bottles. It's a stopper. It's a, um, a beaker. Is that okay. the right? Yeah, I think. It, when it when it all comes said and done, it, the the presentation is gorgeous, and so they're keepsakes when when you're done. And so whether the store gets them or whether the group or the individuals that do it get them, uh, it really makes for a nice um, nice presentation. So I do have to ask you one question. What Please. does uh, Knob Creek Barrel Proof taste like? <laughs> so I'm, that's a great question. And when I say not, when I say it's barrel proof, it's like 121 or 122 proof. Uh, proof. We're talking a couple of points. Right. We're not talking huge dramatic okay. differences. Okay. And and ultimately the the water changes so much of what we taste anyway that you could be getting hot mm-hmm. that when you put in the water, you're getting cold. Okay. It's such a dramatic difference. Um, proofing it down to the appropriate is is the best thing that you can do. Um, I've been one of those guys. I, I drink most of my stuff neat. Yeah. But I've gotten into dropping a couple of drops of water in or putting a couple of drops yeah. of water in just to open it up. So... Um, 
the example that I'll give is one of the Jefferson's reserve picks that we did uh, tastes like chocolate chip cookie dough. I remember and, you told me about this one. Yeah. Yeah. And when you when you add the water, you're almost adding the dough into it. Okay. And so you get the chocolate up front, you get the 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 sweetness and the sugars, but man, when you drop in the water, you get that cookie dough and you're just in heaven. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Um, and I'm not a Jefferson's fan. <laughs> I will be very honest and upfront. Is there one pick that you guys have done that really stands out to you as like your favorite pick that you've done? Like, or are all of them unique in some way that you know you really like them all? Or I mean, if you had to pick one, yeah, let's go there. If I had to pick one, if you had to, I'm going to make you. Okay. Damn it. Um, if I had to pick one, it would probably be the BT pick. Okay. Um, Kevin, you've got it. I it's, do. It is a, you know, top five or 10 pick, you know, store pick when it comes said and done. Um, is it the greatest thing ever under the sun? No, but you're not going to experience that, but once in a lifetime. Right. It is a really, really solid pick that's unique. It's not the standard Buffalo Trace yes. that's out there. Um, but, the other aspect of it is you do a store pick, you, you work with the retailer, and you start moving product. Mm -hmm. And so as you move product, you start to get those allocated items. Mm -hmm. So not only does that benefit whoever's in the group or the pick or whatever it is, but the store starts getting some clout. Yeah. So you go from a Buffalo Trace to hopefully an Eagle Rare, you know, as they come back this year to then maybe you do a Buffalo Trace and an Eagle Rare the next year. That'd be awesome. Well, and then you can sit there and you can guarantee that store. These products are going to move. Then they're going to move into maybe we'll do an OWA pick. And that store starts developing the clout. Mm -hmm. And as you develop the clout as a store pick store, then things go well. Yeah. You know, and there's numerous stores, at least in the state of Michigan. You know, I, I know they're all over because I I request and I trade and I do all sorts of things across um, across the country. That kept me out of trouble, didn't it, Kevin? I think so. I think okay. le legally, yeah, you were vague enough to where that you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll call it that. You're shipping. Um, what is it? You're shipping boxes of macaroni and cheese. And beard That's oil. Exactly right. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, one of my dream picks, and I've I've missed it twice now. Uh, when I've had opportunities, is doing it at Russell's. Okay. Uh, well, wild turkey, but for Russell's in Kentucky spirit, uh, to do it with Eddie Russell would be freaking phenomenal. A um, couple of situations just in life have prevented me from going, but that's okay. You know what? There are more barrels and there are more opportunities. Um, doing a pick with Al Young at Four Roses would be, God, that would be phenomenal, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, we had a pick here in St. Louis that was done by a group of guys with Al Young. Uh, yeah. And it's it's incredible. I mean, it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's my dream. 
So those are my two bucket listers. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go to New Holland and do a beer beer barrel pick. I just don't. To go to Buffalo Trace would be pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. And I would love to do it. But to do a Russell's pick and to do a Four Roses pick, those are certainly bucket listers. Um, we're working through one of our stores. Hopefully, hopefully, my fingers are crossed. You can't see it because we're podcasting. Uh, <laughs> Mine are crossed too. There you go. Please, <laughs> please do, Kevin. Because I would, I would love. I saw it. I would love to go out and see Al again. Um, Al has made a couple of trips to Michigan uh, for one of our stores and. God, he's just such a cool dude. So do you guys have any picks coming up? I know you talked about the New Holland beer barrel pick that you've got coming up. Anything else kind of coming down the pike for the uh, Laws group? Yeah. um, So the beer barrel is the one that we just did. Um, We have an Old Forester coming. Uh, We have not done that pick yet. We have a Russell's pick coming. Okay. So that's one of my personal favorites i'm going to keep collecting it as much as i can and then fingers crossed do it again kevin for me there you go i gotcha there is the potential of one of the old forester 1920 picks oh man so we're we're working that angle if you could say okay um there's a great opportunity that we think that we can land it but you know how dynamics work, and, mm-hmm. and you never know. So, yeah. But the goal is if we could land that, then we're going to feel pretty good. That's awesome. So, Man, I can't thank you enough for just sitting down with me for these last few minutes and just talking single barrel picks with me. Um, hopefully our listeners, if you get the opportunity to be part of a single barrel pick, you go do it. Um, and I think... Blake, you'd agree 100% with me that it doesn't matter if you're doing it at a craft distillery or if you're doing it at a big distillery. It's just it's the experience and just the the community that you get to do it with. You know, you think back to all your barrel picks you've probably done, you know, you can remember all the fun that you've had doing them. So I would highly recommend that our listeners, if you get the opportunity, do it. You know, enjoy that time with your uh, with your friends and your, your bourbon drinking buddies. Yeah, it, like you said, it's not about what you're picking. It's about who you're doing it with and who and what you're bringing home, and so those are the the two big things. and And I'll leave it at that. All right, buddy. Hey, well, thanks for having me, bud. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, definitely, man. I appreciate you coming on, um, Blake. Where can people find you if they want to see all your awesome picks that you're doing and everything that's kind of going on up there in Michigan with the uh, Laws Group? Sure. If you're in the Lansing, Michigan area, you can look me up uh, at the Lansing Area Whiskey Society. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Kevin uh, or whiskey, at whiskey Blake. Yeah. Whiskey, whiskey Blake, Blake Sparty. Sparty. Yes, sir. Yeah. Whiskey Blake dot Sparty. I'll help you out on that, my friend. Thanks bud. Hey, I appreciate you so much, Blake, for uh, hopping on tonight with me and just sharing your knowledge and just your love of bourbon and, uh, all your barrel picks. Hey man, thrilled to be on. Appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. All right. We're back. Um, Thanks to Blake for uh, sitting down with us and recording that. Um, I mean, it's amazing the amount of knowledge he has on single barrels. And I hope one day we get to do one, boys. Exactly. Dude, yeah. That'd be if, so awesome. If any of our listeners want to want to fund yeah. that trip, <laughs> just, you're just more for, than welcome. But just for me, Kevin, and Guy, I mean, you're not welcome. Just just for us. That'd well, be, yeah. we, can't, we have to invite out. We'll invite them. 
Yeah. Well, there's no way we're going to enjoy oh, yeah, 108 they... bottles of whiskey. <laughs> That's true. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> you'll... <laughs> Well, you'll also, you also might have to cover like day of insurance because yeah. we're all going to die. And so, and our wives might sue you. So you make sure you pay for a contract to get notarized because no, but I think that bourbon group were part of Roger. That might do one. Yeah. They were talking soon. about that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be so much fun. Um, all right. So for the fun part, the interactive part of our, our podcast yes. tonight, um, we're sitting down and we have, I have some single barrel picks and then I have the original, I guess what the distillery would call just the original bottle. I guess yeah. was that what we call yeah, it? Yeah. Um, so tonight we're going to do a Buffalo trace. We're going to do a Weller, uh, special reserve. And then I have a Weller one of seven pick, um, that we're going to do as well. Um, so I'm and really I have the original, um, I thought I'd break out the good stuff for you guys tonight. Um, sorry, Alex. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really, decided to go to Kentucky and exactly. I, I mean, I've actually never had. I'm almost ashamed to say this. I've never had Weller of any kind. Well, that's the other reason I was going to do it because I knew you hadn't had it. Yeah, I know, Roger. I you're going to appreciate. Yeah, it. I, yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Like, I enjoy Weller so much, so I'm freaking pumped for this. All right, so we have here two glasses in our hand. One of them's marked. One of them is the. Uh, Lucas liquor, um, Buffalo trace pick. And the other is just a original bottle of Buffalo trace. And like I was joking with you guys, I said, this is the first original bottle of Buffalo trace I bought in <laughs> months, probably almost a year, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so boys, what do you think? So I was just comparing the nose and the unmarked one definitely smells more like, um, more like bubble gummy. Yeah. You're definitely getting like that big league chew bazooka bubblegum kind of. I'm getting a little bit more heat off the nose too. On the unmarked one? Yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, unmarked. The unmarked, yes, you're getting the heat, but it also smells sweeter. Yeah. Like it smells very. Unmarked colors a little bit darker too. I know we keep. Just a hair. I know it's kind of like a bullshit thing to say, but I, I am getting some like dried fruit No, I, from from the unmarked one. Almost like an apricot type. Yeah. Like a, it's like a, a light. preserve. Yeah. Like a, yep. Yeah, it's definitely not like a dark. Not like, like an overly yeah. sweet fruit, yeah. but like a, just a gentle. Dried apricots. Yeah, you said apricots, and that's standing out to me. Dried apricots. I feel like I'm getting more of a dark sugar on the, on the marked one, like a caramel vanilla little oak but the fun part is this just brings me back to buffalo trace like going there to the distillery like i have not been smell the taste of it i have to do that's something i want to do that's a bucket list i I need to do that i want i want to go back to makers mark because i just i just don't remember a damn thing from when i was there (laughs) well i mean what you're only busy proposing Uh, yeah i was only waiting till the end of the tour to propose man i like the unmarked one it's good yeah, I, I like it. A little tingle on the lips. Um, but the marked one has more of a robustness. Are we, trying the un, are we trying the marked one now, too? I'm going back and forth between the two of them. The marked one's got more of a tobacco taste to it. More unique. Ooh, the marked one's got a lot more heat to it. Yeah, definitely a lot more heat. 
Yeah. Wow. Which is weird because the proofs That's, are the same, right? Yeah. 90, or, uh, 90 proof. <laughs> that went down wrong, too. <laughs> wrong pipe. Oh. So I wonder if that's maybe some spice, some... It's spicier for sure. So I need to ask you this, Kevin. I mean, yeah. I've been thinking about this. I always thought that on the mash bill of Buffalo Trace, it was higher rye. They have higher rye and then low rye. Okay. See, that's what I kept getting confused. I kept hearing yeah. both. And I was like, wait, I thought it and was you're somewhere rye. between like 8 and yeah. 15% okay. is the difference. Yeah. It's like the high rye is like 12 to 15% and the okay. low rye is like 8 to 10%. You know, okay. like we don't know what the mash right. bill the is. The mash bill these. is, yeah. Because Buffalo Trace does not want us making our own <laughs> Buffalo Trace. <laughs> Smart. I think I like. The marked one better. Yeah, I agree. And I'm trying to be completely unbiased. Like because yeah. Because unfortunately this first pour, I know what was which one, but I like Yeah, there's definitely more going on in yeah. the in the marked one. Like you said, it's very robust, hit hitting you right off the bat. Like it's spunky. You, you know you know you're you know you got something going on in there. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the unmarked one is really good. Oh yeah. Like it it's it's a solid I want to tell everyone that I said spunky while I was shimmying and Roger and Kevin both ignored me and I'm still shimmying. This is how we know guys enjoying it because, you know, I haven't seen you this excited. I don't know if it's because you want a free smoker today. Okay. Or- yeah. Let, let's pause and go down that rabbit trail real quick while I'm still sober enough to like keep it short. Today, my dad sends me kind of a spammy looking text into our fam- our family group chat that just says text lows. At this number, uh, all caps spring, and you might and you might get a coupon. My buddy just won five hundred bucks. I won a hundred. This is legit. Seems real spammy. And then he was like, "No, seriously, I actually just won a hundred a hundred dollar coupon to Lowe's." So I'm standing in the middle of wine and cheese doing a, a whiskey hunt for our upcoming whiskey night, and uh, and I was like, "Oh, whatever." So I text it. Click on the link that it sends me back. 500 bucks. Okay, I'm going to interrupt, guy, because mind you, he didn't tell me or Kevin about this number. So, <laughs> I was douche, over- <laughs> douchey guy. Continue budget your, budget anyway, douche. Budget, budget douche. douche. <laughs> you, you can continue now, guy. I was a bit overwhelmed because I kind of thought it was fake, <laughs> but I was also really excited. So, I called my wife and she had to move her plans back and I had to like move my plans back and cancel some other ones and uh yeah we went to Lowe's and I bought a smoker bought, bought a, a Oklahoma Joe um Highland smoker offset offset no. yeah dude it's the real deal yeah for free for free yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah got yeah. some cool barbecue tools and uh did you get a cover for it too yeah. I bought a yeah I bought a nice cover that for it good. and uh yeah, it's like they sold one that was made for that specific yeah. model, which that was funny. They didn't had a bunch of other models that they didn't sell covers for specifically. It was funny. That's weird. And then, uh, yeah, we got a stuff to make a bunch of shelves and stuff that my wife's been wanting to do, and got some I'm other so some other lumber. For you. Dude, I'm I'm yeah. excited because I haven't had. I bought a quote unquote smoker. It was actually just a tube grill. Um, and the thing is like already. I, we bought it last June, and it's already rusted out. I basically got one season out of it and the things you can barely even open it anymore. It's falling apart and it was bolt together. Smokes comes out every end. And so you'll get some good years out of this one. Oh, I'm excited about Espe- it. Especially with all the, the deer 
that you oh, get. Oh yeah, you I'm know. I'm super. That'll be really nice for that. I've really been wanting to to smoke a lot of the deer meat that I have, and I don't I haven't had a smoker, and so I'm like, man, I don't I don't really know how to how I want to do all this. So anyway, that's my tandem. You'll probably hear Kevin and Roger refer to that later. Yeah, I'm excited for you though. Back to the Buffalo Trace. I am. I'm feeling the marked one more. I'm gonna go ahead and call that this is the pick. That this is the Lucas pick. I think the marked one's the Lucas pick. Yeah, that that'd be my guess. It seems that, uh, the marked one would be the Lucas. It seems spicier. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, re- it really it seems it seems spunkier. Like yeah. they're the same family of bourbon. It just seems like it's got more attitude. Um, I can't really pick any specific flavors. They both kind of have a similar nose to me. I mean, and that's good that they do because I mean they should yeah, have they a should. similar nose. They should have a similar taste profile, a little bit uniqueness with the store pick. Um, so the marked one is the Lucas Liquor Store Pick, nice, yes. and the unmarked one was just plain Buffalo Trace. Which I'm actually now thinking about. I'm really excited to just have a plain Buffalo Trace. Yeah, because that yeah. was damn good. Because it's really yep. good. Like I don't remember it being that good. Yeah, that was well, now really you've nice. also got kind of an absolute to test any to pair against any store picks that you have. Yeah. Which I'm got really like excited four or about. five store picks up there. Yeah. Um, nowhere near what Andrew has with his, uh, yeah. 20 something now. That's insane. Dude. I went over to his house and I was at, down in his bar and I'm just looking like, this is ridiculous. Like it's that's so crazy. Cool. That's, that's, that's dope. We need to get you like a, a really cool shelf. Oh, I've got one. I've, I'm working on it. Oh really? I've got all the wood cut. Oh, no way. I'll, I'll nice. show you. I'll show you what I'm going to do. Oh, I'll, yeah. Absolutely. I've got to stain everything and then get it all done. And that's dope. Dude, it'll be so cool. I'm excited. All right. So, next, we're going to go move on to the Weller Special Reserve. Um, so, one of these is Total Wine and More pick, and one of them is just plain Special Reserve. Um, Roger, you've brought them over. So, officially, I don't know what either of these are now. Now yeah. that we've got this in the right order. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm essentially useless because I've never had any Weller products. Which is good though. I'm I'm glad that you haven't because you can give us a full like what do you like the best? So what's the proof? This is uh 90, 90 proof. Okay. So this is was just special reserve. What is this? This yeah, is special Weller reserve. special reserve. Okay, okay. Um which is their um same uh it's a weeded bourbon yeah we so it's going to be a little bit more Ooh. bready like Ooh, i like that a lot i knew you would wow i'm getting Holy a lot of oak cow on both of them on like the of nose them, yeah. is very similar for both of them i feel like on the unmarked it's a little a little more floral or like a little lighter in the sweetness okay i would say like it's sweet but like it's just a little more subdued than what I was expecting. So if you hold them, if you look directly into them rather than looking up to the light, um, the unmarked to me looks darker. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like the unmarked smells sweeter. Okay. To me. Yeah, I get more sugar out of the unmarked than I do out of the marked. The marked, I get more of, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting that kind of wheat uh, like barley smell with like, uh, yeah, that's it. It's like a, sh- like a brown sugar and barley smell. I don't know what the mash pill is. Well, no one does. Yeah. So that it might be barley. It might not be probably not barley. Yeah. You're looking probably more just wheat stuff. Barley's a wheat. 
Right, but it's actually specifically, like yeah. Oh, like, we were talking about yeah. this on the Whiskey King one too. Yeah, when we were talking about yeah. The, so is, the so is wheat the, just like so is I see I was under the impression that wheat was like a large umbrella of wheats. It's not like whiskey, you know, like how whiskey yeah. includes all these. Wheat is actually like a wheat. Oh, okay. Like oh. what you use to make bread. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. that makes sense. Um. I think I like marked better than I like unmarked. I agree. I haven't tried unmarked yet. I'm getting, I am getting that like, I don't know if I keep mistaking that. I, I keep thinking floral, but kind of that yeasty flavor on the, on the marked one. I'm just not a big fan of well or special reserve. Like this is good, but it's. Eh, I, don't like I mean, it I my like second sip in, which is weird. I like it more price point for yeah. me, oh, me yeah. personally. I'm a sucker for that. Like, I just think it's, I think it's damn good bourbon for the price that you can get that at. The unmarked one has a little bit more burn than the marked one. Yeah, it seems like there's more going on with the unmarked one. So that's what's throwing me off. I, I think in my head, I just assume whichever one's busier is going to be the store pick. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of leaning towards you. Like, I like the the marked one better. So it's really kind of throwing me off. I think that, that the unmarked one is the store pick. I was thinking the marked one was the store picked. And that's why I'm, that's where I'm confused. I, I keep going back and forth. The marked one tastes more enjoyable to me. Like, and I don't know what about it. But yeah. I also switched my cups a minute ago and I don't remember which ones I switched. And so I think I'm kind of confused myself. <laughs> I think if I had to guess, I would guess unmarked is the, the pick. I'm about to just blend them and shoot it. We <laughs> call it Scotch Guys Weller Blind. <laughs> yes. So you think the unmarked one is the, the store, pick. store pick. You think the unmarked one is the store picked as well, right? That's what, it, yeah. Okay, and I think the marked one is the store pick. Yes. Okay. So, Roger, the marked one, left or right? Left. So, the marked one was on the left side? Yes. That is the store pick. So, you got the... I got it right. You got it right. Uh, The unmarked one is the regular. Okay. Which, I like the marked one so much better than I like the unmarked one. I don't... I. So which one was the store pick? The marked, the marked one. one. Oh, it's the, the, like the sweeter mark. one. You like yes. the marked one I more. really like it. It's a okay. lot more, it's not as over the top as the unmarked one. I feel like the unmarked one has that heat, that extra little bit of burn. That Almost like young? Well, not really not young. Not young, but, but just more like hitch in the face kind of. Because there's really nothing else. Yeah. As much going on with it. So yeah. You, okay. Okay. Like I could drink this, the store pick Weller one, and sip on that all day. I'd only want one or two pours of the, uh, just the regular Weller. Yeah, the regular Well, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I like them both, but then after I had had, like after my second sip, I was like, ah, I don't know. There's like a weird aftertaste. That I don't, it's like sour almost. Which that I didn't one did like. you, did you do three sips on each individual one or did you kind of go back and forth between the two? I think I did three sips and then I went back and forth. Yeah. I think if you probably would have done the, which one did you, do you remember if you did the marked or unmarked? 
I don't, I don't remember which marked one I did first. Marked with store picks. I did marked first. Okay. I think that one's better. Like, I, I, I mean, with even, so I did, I just like, I don't know. I didn't like, they both have this aftertaste. Maybe it's just a Weller thing. That so I which don't one like. did you, which one did you like more? I liked the store pick more. Okay. But you picked, but you original, picked the, regi- yeah, the original, original as the store picked. Yeah, I thought that the store. I honestly purely based off color. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, that's yeah. cool. I think that's you know. Yeah, the store pick was lighter than original, which I think is kind of rare. Yeah, I think it's amazing the difference so far as we've we've done these. I mean, just I knew that there'd be a huge difference in the Buffalo Trace, but I've never had a Weller Special Reserve store pick. I don't yeah. didn't know what that was. I've heard really good things about this bottle. Also, this is a fresh crack. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm too. glad you brought that up too. Um, yeah. I wonder how much different the store pick, the Weller store pick is going to taste in a week. It'd be interesting to try them side by side, see, see what they taste like. Yeah. But again, like, like we keep saying, like, but both very good bottles. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo Trace never puts out a bad bottle. Exactly. I, I, uh, I, what? not disagreeing with you. No, I think I, Buffalo just, Trace is great. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go buy one of these. Either of these. Wait. I think the next one you try. I think you're gonna really enjoy. It's gonna yeah, be hot. It's like I didn't. I didn't dislike these. But I'm just saying. But if I had to pick between this and just regular old Buffalo Trace, I'd just buy. I'd buy Buffalo Trace yeah. every day. But how much did you pay for the store pick on the special reserve? Twenty three bucks. Twenty three bucks. Uh, for twenty three bucks, it's pretty damn for good. Store pick. Yeah. I mean, I would do the yeah. store pick twenty three bucks again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool to have. I've never seen a special reserve store pick. I think they're going to start doing that a little bit more. Than the 107, probably. Than the 107s. The 107s are so freaking hot right now. Yeah. Jeez. Everybody wants those. Everybody wants them. Yeah. Huh. Um, so next we're going to try our Weller 107. I've got a total wine and more pick, and then I have just a regular 107. So obviously you're getting a lot more heat guy on this one than you are. Um, you know, the yeah, special reserve. Nine, I mean, it's only um, almost a 20 proof jump. Um, but I was drinking early times bottled and bond before this. So, oh, yeah. I mean, this is a huge, it's 17 jump from the uh, special reserve. Yeah. Um, I've heard talk that this is rejected Pappy, like stuff that they don't want for Pappy. Um, wow. Obviously not as old. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. I was actually gonna mention yeah. that. I heard the really? same thing. Yeah, I even heard the special reserve is still technically our. It's the same, it's the mash, same bill. mash bill. Yeah. Ha- have either of you had Pappy? No, I have not. No, no. I, man, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it's all hype. It is. It is freaking hype. Again, they only come out with like one barrel a year so of it. For me, I'm I'm serious. I don't know why, but for me, I'm always nervous. I mean, I haven't tried a lot of like super aged bourbons yeah but i'm always so terrified that it's just going to be like so much oak like i'm always afraid it's going to be too oaky because of how long it's been in the barrel i'm afraid that i'm going to get it try it and be like this is not as good as everyone's making it out to be well you like, know you're so disappointed yeah, oh because I you're you're it's already hyped in your head so I, much. I, at this point if if someone gave me pappy i wouldn't even i I, I'm I'm tempted to say I wouldn't even be that excited about it because oh, I'm just I'd be excited. I'm just I'm, oh, I'm definitely like, excited. Okay, this is cool, but I just do not think it's going to be remotely as good as everyone says it is, and it's definitely not going to be as good as it's reflected in its price point. Well, because I think I heard someone talk about 
I think where I'm getting that from is someone was talking about the Heaven Hill 27 mm-hmm. here. And they were like, it was great to try. And like, it's great because it's 27 years old. But like, it was just a shit ton of oak. And it was just so much of it that they didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, I've I've had some old... I'm trying to think of the oldest thing I've had. I don't know. What is the oldest thing we've we've had? I mean, I've had some Heaven Hill stuff that's pretty old. Um, I've had Eagle Rare 17. Um, Which Alex loves. So yeah. I mean, I've, I've, had rather, a lot of, I've had a lot of 18-year products. Yeah. And I would rather have a BTAC, a Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, than a... Uh, happy i think like if yeah. i had the option i'd rather get a, a stag junior or weller or a sazerac or yeah. you know Handy. yeah yeah one of those um so if you go to um i don't know if either of you have been to gamblin's whiskey oh yeah. house yeah but they they have a, a pretty impressive selection of whiskey yeah and when i was there in i guess it was the fall i don't remember when it was it was whenever alex went because we were literally there on the same night. with He was there with his wife, and I was there with mine. That's um, romantic. Yeah, it was funny. We were sitting in opposite ends of the restaurant. I was like, hey, there's Alex. Um, and they had two two or three different bottles of Pappy. Mm-hmm. They had Old Rip Van Winkle. They had, they had Pappy 23. I don't even remember what Probably the type. 15 or 12. Yeah, yeah and 12. then they had 15. Yeah. yeah. So they had three different kinds of Pappy. Well, on the sample it, I mean, you could buy a bottle of Pappy to sample at some places. Like, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's oh, not it's insane yeah. for a pour. I was like 150 bucks for an ounce pour. I'm like, no. No. I, they were actually like, I think 50, 60 a pour. I mean, yeah. Which was, but, which is still a still, lot. Like, yeah. I mean, the amount of bourbon you could buy, for the 50, amount of really bucks. damn good bourbon you could buy for I mean, that much. We talked about that early times is 25 bucks. I could buy oh. two liters of that early times for a pour, one ounce pour of Pappy. Yeah. It's so good. And Just, I like it. I mean, exactly. It's so but good. This is a whole nother episode. Yeah, we we oh, can yeah. get back to that. Let's get back to the Wellers. Oh, okay, Let's so, an episode where we rant about re- overly priced bourbon. <laughs> can do that i'm sure so we wouldn't be the first podcast yeah, to do that, right? <laughs> all right so so for me on the marked one i'm getting more of the like a like a cinnamon like a hot cinnamon nose to it and uh the unmarked one i'm getting more of like a an apple kind of smell kind of nose to it i'm getting more of like a uh ethanol smell on the um, marked one on the marked one yeah. yeah i'm getting some of that too like uh it definitely is giving me that nose burn, like the. I get that brown. I get a lot of brown sugar off of it. Which one? The marked one. I don't get that. And I'm trying not to smell where the sharpie mark is on this too, because I don't want to get. <laughs> <laughs> it smells a like a sharpie. Permanent marker type smell to it. Scotch guys, so you definitely sniffing sharpies. So I just, I just tried the the marked one. I haven't tried the unmarked yet. But yeah, you definitely get, you can definitely feel. You can't really feel the heat. It's not like super hot, but like my tongue is tingling. Like you it's know, very like it, subtle. Yeah, you can feel it though. It on the finish, you can definitely feel more heat than you can on the like the original taste on the front of your tongue. The color is the exact same. Yeah. But like it's still there's smooth. no variance in the color at all. I feel like this is like the smoothest thing I've tried. To Whoa! Make. Which one? 
the marked one. Oh my yeah, goodness. The marked one's super smooth. Yeah, yeah I really like the, the marked one. one is really smooth. The unmarked one is like, whoa, <laughs> man. And that tells me right away, I know which one is which yeah. because the- Holy shit. Wow, that is a difference <laughs> right there. Holy smokes. I think, again, it's because one is a fresh crack and one is not a fresh crack. Wow, that is different. So I'm just going to say it right now after first sip. The unmarked one is the original Weller, like the non-store pick, and the marked marked one one is is the store pick. Yeah, I don't know. I I would almost think that the the fresh crack would be, um, would taste hotter. That's what I'm going with, yeah. So... I'm Ooh, so yeah, I'm saying that the different. unmarked would be the store pick. Do you think the unmarked is well? The unmarked is hotter, <laughs> right? So I would say that would be your that would be the store pick, right? That'd be your new one because it mellows. Wh- which one is new? Which one was on? Was the store pick a, the a store crack? pick is a fresh crack? No, the store pick I've had for a while. Oh, okay, okay. So then, never mind. I agree with you. Reverse it, yeah, yeah. So oh, we're saying cow. the store pick. <sighs> Is the smoother one? This has yes. got some the kick marked to one. It. Yeah. Yes. If the store pick is a store pick, that's that's not. I really. How much is a bottle that? of a store pick? Well, it depends on where you're getting it. Like because, because like so, okay, so I paid I think twenty seven dollars for my store pick, um, and that was like at a the total one and more lottery. Like that was a consolation prize, which I was like, damn, this is a damn yeah, good consolation that. prize. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, Weller 107 is like gold right now in the bourbon market. Just like you said, because of the the rejected pappy that everyone... Well, I mean, I don't even know if because of that, but it's just getting harder to find it. Yeah, yeah. Um, You can find guys doing Weller 107 for... Uh, I believe it's going up to thirty nine ninety nine for MSRP, but you can find guys selling it for... 60 to 80 bucks a bottle. Holy cow. 99 I've seen some places. Uh Weller 12 will go for yeah, we, we were just talking, talking about, about that. Yeah, we were uh, just talking about that. 150 plus. Yeah. Special reserve you're going to find 40 bucks. People are going to want 40 bucks for it. Holy cow. It's ridiculous. Like it is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um But yeah, I mean 107 it's it's good. I I don't think I would pay more. I think our last bottle, Roger, we just got was like what thirty something yeah. bucks or so a bottle. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Chad for uh, hooking us up. Yeah, with that. I appreciate that, bro. I uh, think it's so interesting that such a like such an affordable bottle of bourbon is so coveted and so hard to find and so niche. It's like, the hype hype train. It, well, yeah. and it's like all of these. I mean, it's like that with all the buff, like all the all the store picks. I mean. You're not right over there. I mean, except like the, I don't know, like all the Buffalo, tra- like if there, if a Buffalo Trace pick is more than like 30 or 35 bucks, I'm like, nah. Unless like, it's something like amazing, like a BTAC or, you know, like. Yeah, but like yeah. just regular Buffalo Trace, like store picks that you see all over the place. They should be less than 30 bucks. Yeah. Like in though they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean I don't know. We had one that was I, I did not like. Um, it just it tasted like original Buffalo Trace. I mean, but again a, for I, that for that price, it's worth the. Oh yeah, yeah the, but the even, risk. I mean, even for thirty bucks, yeah, that, yeah, it's oh, it's totally worth the risk. I've had a Buffalo Trace, the Buffalo Trace, the first total wine pick 
Oh yeah. The one that you, that the one like, I have bunkered over there. Yeah. That we like gotten like a Facebook stink about Yeah, that, that thing, which what do we, how, what do we figure out how old that thing was? What, uh, nine, nine, nine years. Year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We were told it was 12 years that it, that's the best Buffalo trace I've ever had. I have a, an open bottle of it. I should have, I, I almost bought two and I, after I opened the first one, I was like, I need to go buy another one because that is, it, I, I polished it off like really like in a month. Yeah. <laughs> that was and my first bottle it. I ever bunkered cause it was so good. Yeah. Um, I just got the new total wine pick for Buffalo trace that came out. Did you open that? One? I have not opened that you one. Yet. Opened I'm that saving one. that one. We'll do a oh, side by side. You saying you had the two total yeah. wine. Yeah. Um, but whatever this, whatever that marked one was, okay, store pick or not, it was damn. I, all right, I could, so I could drink marked that. one left or right, right, all right. So the right one was the store pick. Okay, yeah, that shit was good. So and then the left one was the just on a one oh seven, just a regular. Okay. So I would agree, guys. I mean. With what Blake said tonight, you know, about making the store picks and all that kind of stuff, that there's a distinct difference yeah, between that's important, them. Yeah. And it, it's good. I think it's awesome. If you can get a store pick, I would totally recommend you get a store pick. Like it's well worth the extra couple bucks you're gonna spend on it. Um well, and even then, like I, I mean, I feel like most of the time not. Like you spend Really about the same amount. I mean, you think of Alex's Blanton's pick that we just had. Oh my gosh. Uh, I know I wasn't there and I know it was my fault that I wasn't there, but oh my. I secretly hate you guys very <laughs> oh much. Oh my for that. gosh. That Even though it so was my good. fault. That time I hate Alex, you guys. That time Alex accidentally bought a bottle of Blanton's. No, he didn't accidentally buy I mean, like he, he was there and he just yeah, he walked right into it. And and did not text any it was like 50 bucks. Was it 60 bucks? $56. Yeah. $56 for a bottle of, uh, for a barrel pick of Blanton. I'm so angry at it. Oh my I gosh. Wanted, I don't even remember what I was doing that night, but I wanted to leave so badly. You had a just, dinner or yeah, something I was like that. Dude, yeah. it, it was, Not it was good. De- oh my gosh. So I think we can conclude tonight that if you can find a store pick, get Do it. it. Yep. If you can find a regular of it, Get it. I mean, they're so unique. They're so much special. Listen to the stories behind it. I mean, I've got uh, uh, Four Roses pick that was done with Al Young. Yeah. I mean, like, that's such a cool thing. Al Young, oh, yeah. ambassador to Four Roses. I mean, it just, I think, you know, like the stories Blake was telling tonight about them going to make their picks and just the times that they have together with it. I know our friend John Edwards, uh, dad's drinking bourbon, yeah. you know. I see his pictures of the store picks they do and the ones him and Zeke go do. And it's just, it looks like it's just a fun, fun time yeah, just, just to try time. different barrels. You know, um, I hope, I hope fingers crossed that we're going to get to go do one someday. I mean, oh, that would be, be amazing. so much fun. Um, but yeah, I think every store picks a little unique. Um, and I think that's what makes it fun. That's yeah. why I can have five Buffalo traces up there. And, and no, Andrew can have, you know, 20 something. Exactly. Um, they're it's all just, different, yeah. Yeah, it's and it's just it's a fun experience to see the difference between the two, of, you know, or you know the multiple differences yeah. of them. So, guys, thanks for coming tonight and drinking my bourbon. I know yes. you, you, it's real, really tough hard. You're welcome to, to get me to do that. But <laughs> yeah, you know why not? Um, but Alex, you missed out. Sorry, dude. Um, thanks for but buying I appreciate me a you mulling us back uh, <laughs> some special bottles. I am so yes. excited about mine. I'm not saying what mine yeah, is right now, yeah, but uh, 
Thanks, Roger, for pushing me into it. Yeah, no problem. I had to. Um, I know you did it completely selfishly. Yes, I did. You just want to drink. Hundred percent. Damn it. Um, So, guys, uh, people want to reach out to you. How can they find you, Roger? I am on Instagram as Roger underscore Bentley underscore B I B. Guy, Uh, I'm on Instagram at Danger Two R's underscore Guy. And then the band too. My band at on a night hike. Uh, go follow us and buy our music and download it and become Help support you. Yeah. Really good music. Yeah. Seriously. We appreciate, you know, the intro and outro music y'all do for us. So yeah. and it, it's thank fun, you. fun seeing the kind of behind the scenes, seeing what you guys are doing, all the, the work you guys are putting into that. So it, it's, yeah, it's good. Good yeah. stuff. I'm Kevin. You can follow me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Check out our uh, Etsy shop. We've got tons of cool shirts up there with Father's Day coming up. Uh, make sure you uh, get your dad one of these awesome shirts. Or if you're a dad, get yourself one of these awesome shirts. Um, they help support our podcast. Uh, and if you're on whatever platform you listen to us, make sure you uh, rate and review us. We love uh, love seeing your feedback and all that kind of stuff. And uh, just appreciate all of our listeners and guys anything else you want to add or no no you're just enjoying the bourbon <laughs> just no yeah, yeah i'm just enjoying it Get yeah a store pick i mean I, I feel like it was obvious i feel like we were pretty it was pretty clear which ones were the store picks so i, I think uh, that that definitely shows that you know there's a difference in Definitely worth getting a store pick. If it's yeah. if it says anything, um, of my Weller and of both of my Wellers, I finished. So I finished both my Buffalo traces. I only finished the barrel picks of the Wellers. Yeah. I couldn't. I just didn't feel like finishing the regular Weller products. Well, ah. there you hear from Scotch Guy. Yep, <laughs> from Scotch Guy. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate all the support from our listeners. And we hope you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.